0: Welcome to Watch Rewatch, the podcast that examines the art of the rewatch. I'm Sean. I'm John. Oh, John's muted, and I'm not going to edit that out. That's my fault. I left John on mute. I had to look at the calendar to make sure it wasn't April 1st. Was this was this a Freudian slip? Is this me trying to silence you? Wow, it's Ooh. a way
1: to, to wake me up. Eh, who cares?
0: <laughs> That's it. This is a professional show, guys. Welcome to a professional... Po- I'm changing the name of the show. It's going to be called A Professional Podcast. Okay. Welcome to a professional podcast. We'd be podcast. first on the
1: list, right? Because if we did A hyphen, alph- alphabetically, it would show up.
0: A, But like four A's. A professional podcast. H- App. God, off to a great start. Guys, it's been a little while since we've been on the air, so uh, bear with us as we... Uh, Take no, off. As we're we taking ta- off. We're taking off, man. This is a this is a, this is a SpaceX rocket to the moon, mm-hmm. except it was actually a heavy lifting rocket that had a car that was going to go to Mars, but it, it overshot, and that's going to end up in the asteroid belt. That's it. Okay. Brain fart. There you go. Um, no. So that's what we are. We're SpaceX. No, we're not.
1: We're SpaceX. Act no, we're definitely NASA. We're NASA.
0: We're, we're NASA now.
1: Uh it's February seventeenth, twenty eighteen. Yep. Montreal, Quebec.
0: February seventeenth, just past Valentine's Day. Hope Whoa. I, hope all you lovers had a nice Valentine's Day.
1: Uh <laughs> Flatlining. That Flat. was most lovers flatline this solid, uh, this uh, this uh, this Valentine's Day.
0: Have you flatlined this holiday season? (laughs) Good thing you tuned into this show because this is now a show about relationship advice. Step one, uh, don't fuck it up. Step two, uh, that's it. Uh, Apologize for
1: everything. Yes,
0: always apologize. It's the Canadian mantra. Sorry, sorry. eh? Speaking of
1: Canadian mantras, what was the last Canadian movie you watched or
0: rewatched? The last Canadian movie that I saw was... Shot in Canada? Does that count? Denis Villeneuve probably uh, was well, shot in Canada would be the closest because I don't know. I think it is a Canadian movie though. Um, uh, Enemy.
1: Okay, yeah, Canadian yep. co-production It takes place there. That it takes makes place sense.
0: in Toronto. Yeah, I think that's the last one yeah. I saw. Um, you know
1: the Care Bears? Are Care Bears movies? Is that a Canadian property? It was Nelvana, I think, yeah. that did
0: it, which was a, a, a animation house here. And
1: then the Cinar guys. All we're like uh, going to jail for for for, for fraud. For fraud, really? Yeah, not for Freud. For, for, Freud. <laughs> for Freud.
0: For fraud Coming back to for Freud. For fraudian slips. Anyways, guys, welcome to the show. Um, Watch rewatch. Watch rewatch. Reexamining we're the art of the rewatch. Reexamining the art of our own show because it's been a real fucking long time yeah. since we've been on the air. It's being rusty. That's it. You rusty, know, rusty keys are opening that's doors. That's it. Now. You know, we're uh, we're co- trying to do it a little more regularly for you. We'll see what happens. Uh, we life. missed a lot. Yeah, we yeah we missed a lot. So
1: much stuff. We it's, skipped all the bad parts. That's you true. Know?
0: That's what we're doing now. This is uh we're going to choose to come back once every 2 years and that's how we're going to do the show no we're, it'll be once every 4 years on a leap day um okay. watch rewatch the leap day special yes. uh, stay tuned for that uh is it leap year this year i don't know
1: no the calendar's right behind me there's the proof
0: Oh, son of a bitch. I have the right thing. This is yeah. always a thing. Every time John comes over to record this fucking thing, I don't have the right month up. But th- I remember I wanted to do a podcast. It was aspirational thinking. Right. And I was like, okay, I got to have the, the correct m- thing. Yeah. I got to have the, the the month on or John's going to notice and call me out on it. So
1: Aspirational. That was the thing, the AAA we said before?
0: Tra- aspirational thinking. That's sort of the name of our podcast. Okay. We're just going to keep coming up with new names for the podcast. You can call in. Let us know what your favorite one is. Um, but yeah there's uh 7371111 7371111 call watch rewatch not yeah. pizza pizza
1: <laughs> What's the other Tony May uh, Lexus Toyota Yeah Tony yeah.
0: Graham I, this is might be all Ottawa stuff one of uh, pizza pizza's Canada wide so at least we got the Canadians on that one Right so pizza pizza mediocre pizza delivered very quickly
1: And uh, furniture warehouse
0: Oh United United furniture warehouse boom boom, boom. boom. <laughs> Uh, God. So this, th- yeah, this is just going to be uh, jingles from Ottawa Radio <laughs> 1991 to 2001. What
1: was your favorite Ottawa oldies uh, radio station? Mine was oldies 1310.
0: Oldies 1310, I think, was the only one I knew about. Brother I didn't Bob, know there were multiple. Brother
1: Bob was the guy there.
0: Brother Bob? Yeah. Oh, old. man. I was all about CHRI, Christian radio. Were you now? No, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was Put your
1: hand in the hand of the hand of the band above you. <laughs> that song? That rock song? <laughs> the chart topper. Oh, um, so my God. <laughs> Put
0: your hand in the hand in the hand of the man above you? Yeah, that song. Wow. And, yeah, and then, then it goes... Is that about the Holy Trinity? What the... Fuck?
1: That song is playing in the RV when Paul Dana was scoping out Hugh Jackman's
0: kids. Wait! Oh, in oh! Javellne movie. Oh, yeah.
1: So go check out that little Easter egg I jumped for you. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Easter egg, Mark Rylance says the word Easter egg in the Steven Spielberg trailer, Ready Player One.
0: Yeah, I didn't see the trailer yet, okay. and uh, I'm not. Ch- I saw the first trailer, and yeah. I was like, "This seems like the kind of movie that is tailor made for me to hate." I, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm a big fan of Spielberg. I really liked Bridge of Spies. I like new Spielberg because you know it's just Spielberg being like, Spielberg.
1: It's Clint Eastwood Spielberg. They're both the same filmmaker now.
0: We, I think I think Spielberg is 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 a more accomplished filmmaker. I'm not overall. ready to have that debate now. Yeah. This isn't the time or the no, place. <laughs> this is this is what we're gonna. This is the, the podcast is being renamed Steven Spielberg v Clint Eastwood. Uh, you're not gonna
1: believe this, but I looked back a year ago uh, on our podcast episodes, and the last episode, well, a year ago, February 12th, we did the Spielberg power pose.
0: <laughs> oh, so this is the Spielberg power pose two. Pa- yeah. The Lotus position.
1: Yeah, there we go. Or the Lucas position.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my God! I feel like you just gave the title of the episode. The Lucas position. The, 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 it's the, the middle finger. This, <laughs> the, the Spielberg power pose to colon the Lucas position. <laughs> uh, the the Lucas crusade. Anyway, is that is that a middle finger like gently pushed into your goiter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who's his goiter? Because Spielberg's got a massive goiter now. It's, it, it's old man neck. Spielberg yeah, does. He's got old men. He
0: can't. I mean, George is making everybody's goiter look good, even mine. What
1: did he do? He was in IMDB doing scene directing for a thing. Oh Kathleen, yeah. Kathleen Kennedy was so proud to have him there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Why was that news? I know. There's so much news to get to. Should <laughs> we? Should we do a a uh, a. Uh, uh, An upfront Uh, shotgun shotgun the news? I guess so. We do it at the end of the show. What do you feel?
1: Because I feel if we shotgun the news, that'll at least... Because we, in in essence, the show is shotgun the news just slowly. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty true. (laughs) It's all the whole did you or this thing. What are you talking
0: about, John? This is the most structured podcast that I've ever listened to.
1: Structure. Structure is what's important.
0: Not... Okay, let's do it. Shotgun the news. Boom.
1: Uh, For those unfamiliar...
0: Okay, for those unfamiliar, <laughs> shotgun on the news. If you're just tuning in, and why the fuck are you tuning in now? Episode thirty three. Go back to episode one, you dingus. No, just kidding. Paying Welcome to the time. show. Um, so shotgun on the news. I just, I, I, It's the shotgun approach to news. Yeah. And I give John, you know, a few seconds to some, give me. You read something. I read some shit. I, I, it's a little bits of news, and I want John. You got to give me your quickest reaction. Oh God, I had to do that. Keep it, keep it short. Yeah. Keep it tight. Keep yeah. it concise. Mm-hmm. Move on. Okay. F-frap. All right, here Frap. we go. Frap. Okay. Uh, and it, uh boom. Yeah, we have to have sound a sound That's me. Um <laughs> Okay, solo trailer. Yeah, it was uh with George I
1: just George Lucas is back. Yeah,
0: Goldblum Riffing.
1: Uh, on what
0: Uh, Thor Uh, just came out oh yeah it's all all on YouTube that movie Altered Carbon
1: Uh, my alternate name for Altered Carbon is Acrylic Fiber
0: (laughs) Cloverfield the Mystery Box
1: Uh, what's the ending the monster through the sky no there's Mystery Box what that's the premise for Lost too Mystery Box JJ Abrams does that all the time Nether doesn't do anything original this Abrams
0: Transformers is being rebooted
1: with who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. This is Okay.
0: This Incredibles two.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm so proud to see that. It's been fourteen years, too late. Another Brad Bird. There you go. What did you think?
0: Next. Uh, Kung Kung Fury Schwarzenegger.
1: What's Kung Fury? Fury? <laughs>
0: Next, uh, Ready Player One trailer.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, but an Easter egg. There's an Easter egg in it. And first of all, I was going to say, it looks like Polar Express meets live action. It's like, it's it's this motion capture bullshit that these guys can never give up on.
0: Lion King remake has a song with Beyonce. Man, yeah, Elton John's back for that too.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Ryan Murphy got $300 million from Netflix. I thought it was 500
1: Nope, $300. 300000000 <laughs> I, he had to, because now Disney owns Fox and he hates Disney. Peter Rabbit has an allergy
0: controversy. They
1: did. They had a James Corden controversy before that happened.
0: Star Trek Discovery. It's done. What do you For think? For good?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it ends with Enterprise Twist. Uh, James McAvoy's back. No, James uh, Kirk's hero is back.
0: Krasinski and Blunt married in real life, now married in a movie called A Quiet Place, Nobody Can Talk, Monsters Hunt Them. What do you think?
1: Uh, It looks interesting. Isn't that the village? Isn't that Shyamalan's The Village? Where they're scared of the wood stuff?
0: Johan Johansson. Can't really make a joke about that. That really bummed me out. He died.
1: And then he scored a bit of Blade Runner, didn't he? And then they fired him for Zimmer.
0: Yeah. Um, And he won an Oscar. George Lucas directed a scene in Solo. You referenced this twice now, and you're bothering me with this again. (laughs) And the Joel McHale show's back. It's a soup redux. What do you think?
1: Uh, he did the soup, right? It was good. Right? Yeah. Okay. It was okay. That's, that's the news. And that was shocking that's the news. The news. Okay, right that on. was
0: the news. Guys, that was the news. So, yeah.
1: There was Oscar nominations. We didn't talk about that. We oh, didn't yeah. talk about Oscar uh, noms. Uh, we didn't talk about uh, the Black Panther controversy. Talk wait, about, what's the controversy? <laughs> I don't know. Too much cosplaying going on.
0: Know. No, the controversy I think is trolls trying yeah. to like bring it's this is it happens every time. Well, it's the like,
1: rotten tomatoes controversy I was thinking about cuz how yeah, yeah. like people were going to bombard. And I don't know if it's cuz if it's a race thing or if it's a comic book thing. No, because it's a race the, thing. Yeah, Absolutely. Cuz the Wonder Woman thing, wasn't it a woman thing?
0: Man, there I've seen all sorts of shit online. People are like there's just you, you think you, comic books bring out like race lines weirdly every time and this, you know, it started with Thor when it was Thor and they had oh, like yeah, Idris, was Idris was playing, in it yeah. and like all these nerds like you can't have a comic book character that's a Norse guy be black and I'm like it's not even real Norse mythology it's all fucking weirdo comic book shit it can be anything dude chill out anyways yeah there was there's a bunch of stuff there that you know look I'm happy Black Panther exists. I'm probably not going to see it because I'm not not seeing any Marvel movies. neither. They don't need my money. They don't need my money. But it's good. At least there's more movies that are a little bit more. You know, Marvel, Disney, they're doing a good job at kind of shaking that up. And it's good. If it makes trolls uncomfortable, I'm happy about it. Cool. There you go. Good for them.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it just just aggravates them and instigates them more. And then they do bad stuff by trolling some more. (laughs)
0: Yeah, but it's like, you just... Yeah, anyways. Ugh. So that's but, the controversy there. Yeah, that's the... Um, let yeah, me see. Altered that's carbon. Well, that was <laughs> that Acrylic was some fiber. Acrylic fiber. I'm calling it that from now on. <laughs>
1: well, because Keith's watching it and... Uh, I gave
0: it a shot. I gave one episode and I was like, no way, it dude.
1: It's about a clone cop coming back to time travel? No, it,
0: the, the concept is interesting. The idea that like humans... Human bodies are disposable and your consciousness is loaded into a stack mm-hmm. and it's like at the base of your spine and as long as that's intact, if your body dies... The, the bodies are called sleeves. They re, you know, they re sleeve your stack, and uh, the rich can afford this, but the poor can't. So there's an interesting scene, and there's like tidbits where, at the first, the pilot episode, you see there, you know, the poor poor people. If the, you know somebody's been killed or whatever, the government will re sleeve the body for free. But only with whatever they have in stock. So you have this family whose daughter was killed in a hit and run. And she gets re-sleeved in the body of a 60-year-old woman. And, you know, she's like, oh, mommy. And they're all horrified because she's so old. Interesting idea. They don't really follow through with that. And, you know, I watched the first episode and it was just like... It's like uh, like Blade Runner fan fiction, I guess. In the sense that, like, it apes all of the visual style, visual language from that. And so... It just wasn't for me. I okay. couldn't. Okay. You know.
1: I, I thought you were going to talk about eight episodes in and this was your thing. And, no, uh, no. Singing on the no.
0: The thing is, if you're going to have, you know, I'll, I'll just watch Blade Runner. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't.
1: All of 2049 is there. I've made a, you, yeah. know, you know, ASMR. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. I'm loving all of the, I'm adding all of Blade Runner scenes to my ASMR collection.
0: Blade Runner just like the the pulsing background sounds well talking about Johan Johansson that was that really bummed me out he passed away recently he had a heart attack um I think it's a heart attack but they don't know the cause Mm -hmm. um and he was only like 48 he wasn't that old um so maybe it was a heart thing you know I'm hoping it wasn't like a like a drug thing you know but that happens a lot too you know prescription opioids and stuff have been killing people left and right um so I don't know we're, we're gonna find out maybe or maybe not they're doing an autopsy but you know yeah, he yeah. was one of my favorite new composers. You sure. Know? Yeah, he really was doing stuff. You know, every now and then, I'll, if I need to to be anxiously motivated, I'll put on the uh, Sicario soundtrack, and boy, that'll get you motivated. And yeah. like, because you know, it's just terrifying sounding.
1: Uh, same with Arrival. Yeah, the, the noises of that sound. And I haven't heard his theory of everything, but he won that year over. He won
0: the Oscar. Yeah. Didn't he? I oh, am yeah. pretty sure he won for yeah. that movie.
1: But I didn't, I didn't, uh, I wasn't rooting for him that year. Just like this year's score nominations, we mm-hmm. got uh, Des Blatt for The Shape of Water, which I saw and I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> did you?
0: No, I didn't. I'm, I'm a little over Del Not, Toro stuff.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, nine or eight Oscar nominations, Best Picture nominations. I've seen them all so far. And, oh, okay. Uh, so what are the what have except you, for that darkest hour, that Winston Churchill movie.
0: I kinda wanna see that now. Yeah. A, a friend friend of the show, uh, Chris Sandiford, is oh, is uh, oh, is oh, yeah. obsessed with this movie history and boy buff of a man his <laughs> anybody who knows Chris is a, is a Toronto-based comedian who uh, has a particular penchant for American history. And he he when he told me about this movie. He went right into like doing an excellent impression of Winston Church or of Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill. Yeah. And I immediately wanted to see this just because it sounded so scene, scenery chewing, scenery chewing, yeah. and it's cigar, the iron cigar chomping. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I really do want to see it. Um, do you just know the, for that, do yeah, you know just the for direct,
1: Chris. Well, there you we go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, English speaking with a tough accent. Uh, yeah. English, yeah. I love imitating English accents, yeah. but, uh, uh, this darkest hour is like one of the eighth or the ninth best picture nominee. That it's not going to fucking win. Who cares? It's just there, happy to be there. Yeah. Uh, the guy who did that movie did like atonement and uh, and a Karen. What are the?
0: What are the? Okay, because I'm a little out of the loop. I'll with... try
1: my best. My phone's on airplane mode, and I don't have. No, uh, that's okay. Never... Just
0: give me the nominations you know for sure for best picture.
1: There's the gay movie Call Me by Your Name. Right. And then there's the Winston Churchill. Then there's the. <laughs> shit there's the the get out get out there's the get out yeah uh, there's the three billboards outside uh, Ebbing, Missouri, or Ebbing or... Missouri I was gonna say outside Emerald City <laughs> 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 then there's Lady uh, uh, a Ladybird and then there's uh, Good oh, God okay so
0: you get a couple of indie films The in there. Shape That's of nice. Water
1: the shape of water, best picture? Oh my god, man, it's sweeping. It, it's gonna win picture and director. Bet the the shape of water? Yes.
0: What yes. the fuck, dude?
1: And H- how is it gonna win over Get Out? How, how or, you... And Phantom Threat. Phantom Threat actually snuck in eight or six Oscar nominations, surprising everybody. Oh wow, yeah. that's good. I'm uh, gonna have
0: to I need to watch that before. Phantom when Thread. is the Oscars? March third. Sixth. Okay. I'm having a party. You wanna come? Yeah, I do. Okay, we're having a viewing. Yeah. Thanks to your courtesy of your uh, antenna. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. You get the... We get
1: HD and then we get non-HD.
0: About like 15 it. and 15. I non- re-gifted my antenna to John. <laughs> an yeah. HD over-the-air antenna.
1: And I, and I curled the cable axle in such a way that you can't see it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so it's hidden. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't think I've seen... Shape of Water was terrible. Yeah. I just couldn't get into it. It's yeah. not for me. It didn't even get that good reviews, did it? Oh, of
1: course it does. 90s. Like, this is Del Toro's masterpiece. And like it, it swept the PGA's, the DGA's, the WGA and the, uh, <laughs> the, the the Georgian Atlanta Net- News Network Awards. Oh, yeah, okay. The trash bin? We're putting Guillermo in the trash bin? <laughs> the dog's <odd laughs> steamy.
0: Oh, no. Oh, that sigh was so long. Um, It was e- pretty bad. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just, I look, I respect him. He's a super She's talented a mute. filmmaker. Sally um. Hawk,
1: and she was nominated for Best Actress, and she might win. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, I need the to watch Oscars. a couple of these.
1: Jimmy Kimmel's back. Jimmy so Jimmy Kimmel's back host. What a safe choice. But you choice. went to bed last year, so he was hosting last year. Yeah, uh, Jimmy. No, Fallon's the safe choice. Yeah I, I, yeah,
0: I didn't stay up for it. No, I feel like I'll stay up if there's a party and I go to a party. Then I'll watch the there's whole gonna thing.
1: There's going to be more than two people there, so okay. we can get rowdy.
0: Yeah, hmm. I need to watch. I have to choose what I'm going to see. I need to see Phantom Thread. I need to see Get Out. And I need to see. Mm, I, I'm gonna actually, have one more.
1: Funnily enough, uh, actually, no.
0: The 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 Ebing. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. No, okay. I'm not seeing the Ebbing one. But here's
1: the thing: Eb- I have Amazon Prime. <laughs> Ebbing is uh, coming out the Saturday before the Oscars on Amazon. Oh yeah, I have Prime too. So I was thinking about watching Ebbing and then going to the Oscars. Yeah, Vicky <laughs> it, saw it. She didn't really like it. It's sweeping too. With the Baftas because of Martin McDonough, the the yeah. In Bruges guy. He's yeah. because he's a Brit born. Uh, the Baftas are coming up, and yeah. he's gonna be sweeping that with Francis and and Sam Rockwell and all these people. Mm. If v- uh, Vicky didn't like it. Uh, that makes sense. The The gay and feminists, uh, the gay guy and the feminist on the podcast that I love, yeah. they hated it too. Really? And they love everything. Yeah. Actually, he made something insightful. He said something insightful last week, Brian, on the show, Throwing Shade. He's like, he's done with Woody Allen. And you know, yeah. in previous episodes, yeah. he goes on about Blue Jasmine being like a great movie. And it is a great movie. But, it is. But... It, you can put. I can't watch that movie anymore. Yeah. I can't. Like it's, yeah. it's just. Uh, I'm no, done. I'm done with them too. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a real shame. Yeah. I'll always have these movies, but it just changes. Everything. You haven't seen Inside Out yet. I've, Inside <laughs> Out, the Pixar memory movie. No, no, memory, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, you have all these wonderful memories, but then all of a sudden. Once this terrible fact is known, it makes those horrible those nice memories now horrible. Yeah, you know? yeah, just ruined it.
0: No, that's it. It's Woody, Woody Woody
1: trash yeah. bin. No more no more rewatching for him.
0: No, no, no. no He's more. in the trash bin. Not
1: even a watch. You know. No, and I, I wouldn't
0: f- give it. I wouldn't give it a watch. I mean, like you know, there's.
1: I've spent how many hours have I spent in my life watching? I've seen enough
0: of his hallmarks. You know that. Even and, in and his smaller
1: stuff. There's so many great moments in a smaller stuff. Yeah. This, the Jason Biggs movie he did. No one's going to watch that movie ever again. Yep. Danny DeVito's in that one.
0: Yep. <laughs> Christina Ricci. Is the... this, I see, he makes a movie every year. I can't even keep up. Yeah. Jesus. Um, you got to be know. a real,
1: like, snoot. That's well, a real snob. Like Meryl Streep, who has 21 awesome. Oh, I saw the post. Yeah. <laughs> did I tell you something? Oh, that? yeah. How was the post? I, it was, uh,
0: is, is it like, it, I don't know. It was just as Bridge of Thieves? It's Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Thieves. Yeah.
1: It, it was Bridge of Spies. But like, I liked
0: Bridge of Spies, so that means I'm gonna like the post.
1: Hell of a cast. You wouldn't know it. Like off yeah. the top of my head, it's the the cast of Breaking Bad is fucking there. Jesse Plemons and yeah, uh, yeah. and Kirk. Bob
0: and and Bob and Dave are together. Dave's
1: barely there. Bob oh. Bob is, has more time in the field than Meryl than Tom. And then the movie fools you at the end, big twist. And it's like the movie wasn't about you know fucking. Well, don't know. spoil it for me. No, seen... no, no. This is oh, just okay. a John. This oh. a really? Real twist. It's okay. just like you know the movie is about you know democracy and the free press. But then it's like, oh no, it was really about a woman in a man's world. Right. And it was like, oh, oh, okay, because yeah. Meryl. I, the worst part about this, going into Meryl, because Meryl has 21 fucking Oscar nominations. This is her 21st. How episode. many wins? Oh, well, that's a good question. She's got... Uh, more than one, I would imagine. More than one, and in more than one category. She won Supporting Actress for Kramer versus Kramer. I think that was her first win. And then she won a couple years later for Sophie's Choice. Have you heard of the, you know, Sophie's Choice?
0: I know the name. I actually don't know what yeah, it's about.
1: That's the movie where she had to choose between two children in like Nazi Germany.
0: Right. Like, which one to kill and right. which
1: one to keep. Uh, so she won an Oscar for that. And then,
0: I, she, and then she won an Oscar for The Iron Lady. Oh, right. I don't, look, and I say this with the utmost respect. She seems like a super talented actress. I don't get the hype. I get that. I think she's a very competent actress, but there's this perception that she is the best actress to ever grace the screen. And I'm going, she's good, but I feel like there might be other actresses that are a little bit lesser known that have more going on, but she's like, I don't know. Yeah, what, no, what? she's the commercial. There's like a cult of personality that's very if, big around her. It
1: sucks because this. Uh, I'm reading these uh, every day. The Gold Gold Derby is uh, releasing these Meryl Streep uh, retrospecticas. <laughs> They're
0: just. What is the Gold Derby a website? It's a uh, yeah.
1: It's this website, I guess, where they uh, not just the Oscars, but they just do. Um, Gambling is that a thing? Bets.
0: Oh, so it's it's gambling for so you can bet on the Oscars. You can bet on the Oscars. Are uh, you betting PGA. on the Oscars?
1: Uh, I'm gonna do it uh, with Trevor. Five Ooh, bucks this year. Nice. Uh, <laughs> two toonies and a loony. Yeah.
0: Win big, baby.
1: The uh, so they, they've been doing this amazing uh, daily um, uh, article release of or releasing articles about every movie Meryl's been nominated for and the other actresses that were in contention for the award and just the year in general and it's very concise and it's been always a very fantastic read and. Uh, it's just it 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 shows that Meryl just seems to be uh lucky to be in a movie that year because most of these years it's like a drought so to speak in performance wise. There's always like a clear front runner, but then you need to fill out the padding like the like the Queen um the Mar- that fucking Helen Mirren movie there yeah. Everybody knew she was going to win an Oscar that year, yeah. so the four other women were just kind of there to kind of fatten out the category. Yeah, Meryl was there that year. Yeah, what was the movie she was nominated for? She I
0: feel like she's nominated every year. I think
1: it was the Devil Wears Prada? She was nominated for. I mean, and she was in that movie for like twenty minutes if you count it. And her character is good, but it's it's different. Like, that's her highest grossing movie, Meryl Streep. In really, all, I think Devil Wears Prada made as much money as all the movies she's made over the decades.
0: Oh, I just I don't. I so don't, it's
1: fascinating to say as a Hollywood legend, so yeah. to speak. She's it's an interesting. She's an interesting person to kind of like look at everyone else's career. She was in a West, Cra- West Craven directed her towards an Oscar nomination. Do you know that? Really, in nineteen ninety nine, the uh, American Beauty uh, year.
0: <laughs> she got a nom from a Wes Craven movie. Yeah, it's what? called West Music
1: Cra- of the Heart. It, see, now here's what's interesting. If you want to talk about Meryl Streep's career, you can't. You have to go into the Weinstein Miramax company.
0: Yeah, well, wasn't there? Didn't I mean she defended him at one point? I know she got some flack for that, but I imagine she was defending them, defending him because you know it was a threat. Bad to her. business. Yeah, she like she had to, or else he would.
1: She's not a box office draw. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're we're, we're criticizing her appeal. But yeah, uh, well,
0: I, it's, I don't, it's not even her appeal. Like you know, she's a talented actress, but it's just over all the other actresses. Yeah. Why is she valued so much more? I don't, I don't fully understand it. Maybe it's because I haven't seen enough of her work, and maybe because she broke new ground or something. But I feel like there maybe are other actresses that are more deserving. You know, technically more proficient actresses. Or I don't oh yeah, know. like
1: even in the UK, fuck. Even do you know do you know the name Leslie Manville?
0: Leslie Manville, yeah, the name sounds very she, familiar. She
1: was nominated for her first Oscar this year as supporting actress in uh, *Phantom Thread*. She plays right. Daniel Day Lewis's uh, right. sister. Yeah, that's that's that was a great performance for me. I think she should win over yeah. uh, Allison Janney and um, yeah. Laurie Metcalf this year. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. But it could happen. That woman has been acting as long as Meryl Streep, and all in like Mike Lee productions, and she's yeah. been in. She's and that woman, I would say, could be well,
0: even <laughs> even um, in from uh, from Paul Verhoeven's film, uh, the uh, Isabelle Huppert. Oh know? yeah, her. She she's like the French Meryl Streep, right? That's what yeah, I'd people's... say. A French Jane Fonda, because there's an
1: activist side of her that's kind of like yeah. stuck up, stiff upper lip kind of. Aspect. Sure, sure,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. But she seems you know like somebody who could contend for that. But I guess. It's specifically Hollywood. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it is. It's just I, I'm, I'm looking. At, I, you know, I feel like if you, you can't say anything about Meryl Streep, people get really angry. I don't know. It's like yeah, yeah. I, I think I think she's. Oh, I, I
1: think what you're going through is valid and important. And it's just especially the Oscar season coming up, and this is in the first Oscars where the cat's m- out of the bag. Yeah,
0: it's more about that like weird cult of personality that's yeah. forced, where it's like you have to love Meryl Streep, and if you don't love Meryl Streep, what the fuck?
1: I don't think she's ever been nominated for a Razzie. Really? And I think and I think it's a tremendous shame that Jennifer Lawrence got a Razzie nomination this year for her mother. Aronofsky. That's that's not fair. I think it's I think it's worthy cuz it, I think that performance cuz then it shows the performance is so bad that you just have to watch it and then now you can be a judge you can judge for yourself as yeah. a viewer.
0: I feel like the Razzies though they often will will target things that are trying to do things differently. You know, that's that's well. They lumped her in with with Tyler Perry as Medea. Jennifer yeah.
1: Lawrence is with worst actress with Tyler Perry in yeah. this category.
0: See, that's that's what doesn't make <laughs> sense. It's like you know, okay, you have a legitimately bad performance in a bad movie, and then you have a movie that's uh, polarizing because it's trying to do something and it yeah. maybe doesn't quite land. I feel like you, there's apples and oranges. You can't have those up for a Razzie. For but but low hanging fruit, yeah. buddy.
1: But mother. It's, it's, it's a shame that it's going to be considered bad cinema, but but you know, good bad cinema. Like *Mommy Dearest* was bad yeah. cinema. I
0: think people there. There's, I mean, there's already an appreciation for it, and I feel yeah, like people will sure. will rediscover it now over the years. That go, what the fuck is this movie? Because it's an experience. It's really. Mm-hmm. Of all the Oscar noms, you know, there's a few things that didn't make it in there. Like, um, you
1: go on YouTube, Kristen Wiig, you, I think you just put in YouTube, Kristen mm-hmm. Wiig, and you'll get Mother Scene as, like, its uh, yeah. main focus.
0: Well, one of the things that wasn't, one of the films that wasn't nominated that I loved from the past year uh, was I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. This is a film by Macon Blair. Uh, Macon Blair was the the main actor in Jeremy Saulnier's film Blue Ruin. Uh, he was also a supporting actor in Green Room um the only sympathetic skinhead ever to be put on on film I guess oh, there you go you know playing this kind of conflicted skinhead who's maybe not you know he got roped in for the wrong reasons or whatever you know bit part in that movie but he uh he's a he's I think he's from Portland um uh, or no, he's from the south where Jeremy is. Anyways, he ended up doing a film uh, which is kind of in the vein of Blue Ruin. It's a gritty, kind of a gritty crime drama that has a, a good sense of humor about itself, which actually Blue Ruin didn't have any humor in it, but it's like his thing. He mixed all this stuff. It's fucking punk rock. It's really like intense and extreme at times. Um, But it's also really kind of touching and funny. Uh, Melanie Melanie Linsky uh, plays the the main character. And she's fucking amazing in this movie. She's so good. good. And it's a kind of performance where it's like that could easily be an Oscar-nominated performance. But it's the kind of movie that they don't... Everything has to be a prestige picture Mm. or it has to be about something, a message movie. These kind of movies, which are smaller, weirder little movies. And it has uh, Elijah Wood in one of his best roles in a long time playing this kind of obnoxious internet like too much time on the internet, nerd guy who is, you know, it starts off and you think it's going to be a stereotype, but they actually flesh it out. It, it does so many things so well. Uh, it was uh, independently financed and shot, and then Netflix acquired it after Sundance last year. So it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I highly recommend anybody check it out. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. I think you're really going to like it. Um, and it, to me it's a shame Those are the kind of movies That I think Every now and then You're like that. that that's worthy The performances are there But it's, it, it doesn't have the funding Because you know The Oscars It's all about What studio can push The film In order to You know They have to yeah. They have to push it And pay
1: it's uh, well. I agree with you with the Melanie Linsky aspect because she's, uh, she's she's incredible. Great. She's
0: great. She's incredible. Uh, I didn't know. I hadn't seen her in anything before. That's, that's an, I'm and sure you have, but like she she yeah. has an extensive. I looked her up mm. after. She's she's uh, been in, in in a lot acting for in tons of stuff. Yeah. But a lot of stuff I haven't seen. And so I was great. And that that brings up that whole Meryl Streep thing where I go, man. Melanie Linsky technically is is just is, she can she plays smaller. She can play like. You know, it's that more kind of new style of acting where it's there, it's it's more yeah realism kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Oh no, sure, for sure. Well. I, but, but
0: vedlinsky yeah she's younger than Meryl she's obviously. younger yeah uh, she's, she's, I think she's in her like late 30s early 40s
1: Meryl's got like Broadway and theater and, of course and, and she's, she's, she's a capital a television actress well, of she course does the tri- she's a triple th- quadruple threat too
0: yeah and ah. that's but that's the thing it's like it's always bigger is better it's always there was a piece I saw online where they were talking about how you know period pieces always win for a lot of the mm. technical Oscars you yeah. know you never get like a regular movie that wins because even though some of these movies these regular movies you don't realize you, you take for granted how much art direction there is in them yeah it's only the stuff that you know is different and that they had to create from scratch um i don't know so the oscars i'm always but, a little bit torn on that sorry the the the, uh, the macon movie macon blair i don't feel at home in this world anymore It which was at, is the title of a, i think a country song or something
1: it was at sundance and then netflix bought it
0: yeah that's it was it wasn't produced by sun uh, by netflix no. and so netflix bought the rights yeah. exclusive rights to it and then now it's on netflix when
1: you're on netflix that's great because then you're just like it's there. Everybody like, can see it. Everybody can see it whenever yeah. they fucking want. Yeah, and, and it's
0: it's it's a movie that, you know, it, the reviews have been quite good. People mm-hmm. people saw and I, he's doing another film now and I'm really excited. He's a really talented filmmaker. And, uh, and one of those you know like fresh young voices he's not that young but you know he's he's you know a little older than us right and uh, doing this kind of stuff and it's just nice to see you know people that aren't the, the old Hollywood royalty because you know look I, I appreciate that but I like to see I especially this year it's kind of been a theme where I'm trying to see stuff that's a little bit outside the mold
1: yeah I was surprised when you told me you saw that because it's like of all the because I knew you have everyone's got a list of things to watch and yeah. then you just pick it's like what was the what was your uh, what, were, what was your surroundings like when you watched it like yeah. I was
0: alone here at the house late at night you know I okay. watched that movie you were like scrolling? I did a double header though that night I watched that movie and then I watched Dunkirk right after oh, it fuck. and so Dunkirk to talking about not <laughs> not not small films go, not yeah I go of, from indie film to yeah. fucking Nolan you uh. know. Um, but you know what? I actually really like Dunkirk. I think it's nolan's best best movie by mm. by a long shot, mostly because it doesn't have, you know, seventeen pages of exposition exposition every couple minutes. right you know? There's almost no dialogue. It's all show, Don't Tell. It's beautifully shot by Hoyt. Um Hoyt
1: is gonna upset your deacons this year. It's gonna
0: be so funny. He's gonna win for, for... Deacons
1: ain't getting shit this year,
0: really. <laughs> That's the thing. I I feel like you know the. I'm,
1: I'm not laughing at you. I'm just saying this yeah. is so so it's terrible because everyone thinks he's gonna get it. Yeah, Deacon's is because uh, I would you say that Dunkirk looks better than Blade Runner?
0: Uh, it's two very different things.
1: Because Blade Runner is accompanied by a lot of CG, and ever since Avatar, one cinematography. F-
0: yeah, but see, there's not that much CG mm-hmm. in, in there's Runner? there's there's a lot of miniatures, but there's a ton of lighting. Like yeah. I, I read the American Cinematographer thing. Yeah, okay, the AC- about ASC. Yeah, uh, yeah, the ASC uh, American Cinematographer magazine. They had a good article <laughs> okay. on all the work they did with yeah. these kind of big moving light rigs. You know, because you see, especially in in the the headquarters where Jared Leto's oh, character is, yeah. you have these beautiful big stripes of light. You have the big water. Boxes and the reflections. There's a lot of technical stuff going mm-hmm. on there that's really difficult, and he did an incredible job with that. That said, I get why Dunkirk. Dunkirk has a very specific color palette that is is these kind of soft shades blues, of blue. The yeah, of blue. blue, blue and and teal. Uh, it's it's incredible looking, also. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I wouldn't be... I IMAX, wouldn't, not IMAX. Yeah. IMAX, not IMAX. IMAX, not Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if Dunkirk won over Deacons. Because the problem is Deacons, people want him to win because he hasn't won. Not necessarily because Blade Runner is the best. Although it is an incredible looking movie. So, it's going to be... But I wouldn't... I feel like it's still a fair fight between those two. If something else wins, you're saying it's the Mudbound.
1: Because it's a woman. <laughs> Because it's the first female cinematographer to be nominated for an Oscar.
0: I haven't seen Mudbound, so I can't say. I mean, neither can I. Yeah, um, but I'm
1: just saying that sounds like a, a thing to do. That sounds can, like a like an honorary. We like, but the Oscars don't do that. Oh, whatever. We yeah, got, we have three months, three weeks to speculate.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, there was a, we also saw. Well, John and I saw together. Logan Lucky. We watched it. Yeah, one night. Yeah, that's they, a real. That's a hard three on ten, right? That was a. F- that's a hard three. It was not, uh, not three f- on ten, three on five. Sorry. Sure, that's a three It's on a hard five, five on ten, yeah, a hard that, three on five. Yeah,
1: this was definitely not the most boring Soderbergh I've ever seen. Like, it's just
0: we. It's like it's like a remake of Ocean's Eleven, but like with you know Logan country Lucky? bumpkins.
1: You know that Soderbergh put together that trailer as well. That tra- like I don't know if you wa- we watched a lot of movies this summer. I think it was Covenant, Forever Example, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> in that in those movies we would see the trailers for the Soderbergh, and yeah. it, it presented itself as like a lighthearted, you know, red, yeah. red- redneck. It was with long.
0: Like, Fuck was it long it was long long? and it like got serious at times and And i don't like john denver (laughs) yeah it was it was just a weird film and it was pleasant yeah. I
1: enjoyed Hillary Swank for no reason at all. Yeah,
0: and Macon <laughs> Blair is actually in that. Is he? Yeah, he's at the end. He's he's the other FBI agent, the kind of short, brown haired guy. Okay, that's him. All right. Um, but so, yeah, Rebecca Blunt wrote it, but there was a controversy over if she's real or not. People are like, because nobody, she doesn't have any history. All this, and so it was like a this, big back yeah. and forth. And I don't know. I don't know what what's true or what's not.
1: But what is? Why did so? Like, didn't he come out of retirement for this movie? Or like yeah, he retired
0: and he retires like Michael Jordan or or, or Dave, or, Lewis. Or Dave you know, Lewis, where it's like I've retired. Yeah. Except it's just you're just you've stopped until you do another yeah. one.
1: Like with Gene Hackman. He didn't tell anyone shit, and it wasn't like three year three, 30 years later, like, hey, where's Gene
0: Yeah, didn't Robert Redford do that too? Or yeah, no he's, he's still he in were,
1: stuff. Yeah, he's he's doing <laughs> Lions for Lambs. Have you heard of this Robert Redford movie, Lions for no. Lambs? Came out in two thousand four. Meryl Streep, Tom Cruise, Robert Redford, Andrew Garfield. It's a, it's a movie about the Iraq War, and oh, yeah. it takes place on the same day with like a U.S. senator, a journalist, and a, and a pol- political science professor.
0: Oh, and interesting. It's, it,
1: it, no, it's terrible. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was, written by, it was written by the guy who wrote uh, the Jamie Foxx Iraq movie, The Kingdom, Peter Berg. Oh, Peter Berg, yeah. yeah. Peter Berg. He has a
0: specific kind of hyper macho when these thing.
1: when these bros have the flag in one hand and a pen in the other they write the best movies <laughs> yeah
0: yeah It is. I feel like Peter Berge is kind of a bro um, but yeah bringing it back to Logan Lucky yeah yeah uh, yeah. yeah Like so the bros it, in that
1: movie I liked uh, how bright it was we watched it in the dead of winter so watching yeah. a movie the place in the summer was nice
0: yeah yeah a little bit of color and uh, yeah it was, it was just kind of strange a little bit flat it was you know? yeah
1: unfortunately which yeah. I found odd considering I was just kept waiting for the movie
0: to to pick up yeah me too
1: uh, but it it was I guess it must have been the Garth the uh, Andrew who's Mister Pictacular from Star Wars. Oh my
0: God, get you got to get wide like. Uh, <laughs> oh my Slolo. God, so, uh, Ben Swolo. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, oh my God, Adam Driver.
1: Right, Driver yeah. and uh, Magic Mike are brothers yep. in this movie, yep. and the they they un- unintelligible. Uh, you can't tell the undistinguishable redneck talk. It just, it's
0: it's a movie that's filled with terrible twang. S- tel- terrible fake southern accent yeah, I, I mean like like channing tatum i think is from the south so he has like an actual i think ear for it maybe yeah i think he can do some but like the one that adam driver was doing i liked it but it felt like it was really yokely it was just like man i don't know what we talk about yeah, katie holmes offered
1: some of that and oh, daniel yeah, Kate...
0: craig's was just all over the moon yeah Jan- daniel craig's was was something special and like he was. I actually liked him most out of anybody in that movie because at least there was some, something going on. He yeah. was a bit of a you know a bit of a nutcase. Um, and what,
1: what a terrible title,
0: Logan Lucky. Yeah, I don't. I don't
1: know. It's just uh, five on ten.
0: Five on ten. Hard five. Yeah. yeah. Hard.
1: Hard. Hard eight.
0: Hard eight. <laughs> hard eight. <laughs> PTA, please, we yeah. need to see
1: that PTA, or I need to see it. We need Have to you never it. seen it? No. I know. Okay. Denis Tarkovsky. Oh, Okay, hold on. There's a whole list of the whole litany, whole whole phantom thread of stuff to need to do.
0: Yeah. Hold on, I'm making a note. John, okay. Full was time,
1: you? John. Uh, let's see. So, the other Oscar nominations. Let's see now. Call Me By Your Name was pretty good. I watched that with a straight guy. I felt uncomfortable because I was, like, always adjusting my legs. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was good. Stuhlberg. Michael Stuhlberg, for example. That guy was in three fucking Best Picture nominees this year. Uh, Call Me By Your Name, The Post, and Shape of Water. And
0: Okay, he... <laughs> so t- talking about um, talking about actors who maybe are are not renowned like they should be because you have the you know, the Meryl Streep's of the world or the uh, who's the male equivalent? Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, exactly. From the post. <laughs> yeah, exactly. another Yeah, he didn't. You know, cult of celebrity around these people because they're nice or whatever. Stuhlberg, boy, Stuhlberg's one of those guys I'm so happy to see him in any movie. The guy <laughs> is an incredible actor and he brings so much to every role. he He's kind of filling that gap that Philip Seymour Hoffman left for me where I feel yeah. like he's a really... He's been in the business for a long time. He's a super competent character actor and it's it's never the same, you know. No, he's it in Boardwalk, same. Boardwalk Empire playing this very specific kind of neurotic gangster. He's in Arrival playing this, you know, asshole CIA operative. Like he pops up everywhere and he's always good. Yeah,
1: three movies this year.
0: Three movies. Three good best for people, him.
1: Three best picture nominees. See,
0: that's that's the kind of guy I would love to see him get an Oscar. I would uh, love to see him yeah, get
1: an Oscar. Maybe not. <laughs> No. Cuz then he would just be He would
0: he would become He
1: we, we would only ever clap for him in the in memoriam.
0: The... <laughs> wow, John. Wow.
1: Cuz he would never win or they'll give him one cuz like you can't give everyone an honorary Oscar all the time.
0: No, but he he I feel like he earned like he earns though. He he could he or er, he's earned an Oscar See, more than a lot well, of people. Richard, who've you know won. who we you know who Richard Jenkins is. Yes. You could say the same about him. Jenkins. And Jenkins he was, is great.
1: He was nominated for The Shape of Water.
0: Ugh. Really? Yeah. Jenkins is one of those guys always happy to see him when he Spoiler pops alert, up. Spoiler
1: alert, he plays a guy who's friends with a deaf girl and he's like gay and mm-hmm. so that's their connection and so he's been trying to seduce this guy at a diner, this waiter and like they order key lime pie together and it, and it's like... That's it? And they have a... They're, then there's like a, a euphemism for for like I'm gonna kick your ass for being gay kind of thing and then that's it? What? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a yeah. weird side story.
1: Yeah, I wasn't happy with that shape. <laughs> oh thirteen God. Oscar nominations, I should be. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh, so you you mentioned before you so there's we've covered I think a lot of the movie stuff, but there's a lot of TV. Oh, um, shock on the TV. Shock on the TV. But you had mentioned you had something you wanted to talk about oh, right. uh, the assassination. Such, well, I only saw the we're pilot. Big Brother Two. Yes, That's but another but, TV but the, 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 oh, the, 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 sad, the assassination Weinberg. of Giovanni Rubisi. Well,
1: American Crime <laughs> Story season two. Giovanni you see uh, the 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 uh, the religious occult of Giovanni Ribisi.
0: I mean, allegedly, it uh, opens
1: with the Scientology center and then goes backwards to when <laughs> he was in. The Mod Squad with Omar oh Epps my and, God, yeah. and uh, Claire Danes. Yeah, yeah, and in something before that maybe. Yeah. So, but <laughs> <laughs> oh right, yeah. So G- Giovanni, <laughs> you Rupici? watched the first episode yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of Versace. Yeah, And I mean, it opens literally in Versace's mansion, and, and then yeah. it, it starts with the fucking murder, and, yeah. then it, and then in Lost Sense, and they go flashbacks to to where he was before then. Yeah. And so every subsequent episode has been going further and farther away from the Versace murder. Right. It's going
0: backwards in time.
1: Yeah, we're not in Miami anymore, and and now we're dealing with, like, the, we're leading up to, he killed, this and guy killed five people, well, five people in total, but four people before he got to Versace. Wow. And that's the, that's the interesting part. And so Ryan Murphy, uh, in reading about this, uh, decided to tell the story from the perspective of how he saw the story, which was, I only know Versace's death, so I wanted to, his, in, his investigation into the crimes, it was how he interpreted how the story should be told, because right. uh, the show is going to be leading up to his father or whatever. But I'm like, me and Keith are watching this every week. Man, we're just watching it every week to watch a gay person get killed by another homophobic gay guy, and yet yeah. these stories are so sad, but it need they need telling in a way, right? But like it's so, but if, it's glorified entertainment, yeah. And i and I'm, and I'm I, I don't know if I should be watching this or not be watching this, right? But uh, it's a bait and switch; they fool you into thinking you're going to be getting a show about Versace and glamour and everything, but no. Ryan Murphy is deliberately telling this story about like homophobia in in, in, a, in a society where you know, if you want to be gay and successful, there are going to be people who resent you for that because right. it's not that easy.
0: Right. I The other thing, what kept me from watching the other episodes is I had a, a, kind of a big issue with the main actor on the show. Does he get better as it goes on? No. He, God, no. And no. that's the
1: hardest part about it is that yeah, everyone around tough. him is great.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of good, like the supporting. the guy who played Versace was great. We don't
1: see them... F- we don't see those guys for about a month. There are three episodes where we don't see those guys at all at all. We're yeah. going to like other murders yeah. and though those actors are absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like those internalized homophobic guys and yeah. like the women in those lives. Yeah. Remember like in the first episode he's hanging around that gr- the girl and her husband. Those characters yeah. are what's interesting. Yeah. But no, he's still that talented Mr. Ripley Fucking weirdo creep, and it's just yeah, so uncomfortable it, yeah, and
0: it seems so over the top yeah, too. It is over. It the doesn't top. seem like a real a real person. No. It seems like a like it's like oh, this guy has to be a villain.
1: Yeah, there's no award. I hope there was no award chatter around this guy. Mm. Everyone else, not Penelope. She says comp- company. Fucking you know what? Five though times I next.
0: thought I was like, what is this stupid accent? <laughs> Why did you know she can't do this? And then I looked it up. That's exactly how Donatella Versace talks. That's the crazy part. I don't even know, uh, I can't understand what she's saying. It's no. like she can't speak. But, you know, maybe that's a real accent. I'm sorry for anybody from wherever the fuck she's from, you know, right. a small town in Italy, but Jesus Christ. Oh, she's
1: from, uh, oh, I've memorized that yeah. whole monologue she does. She goes, a little wooden bench in uh, Milan. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's just,
0: it's a weird accent. Five, so
1: five episodes in, there have been five bodies, and four of those episodes don't have any Versace in them. And uh, it's just every week they kill another gay guy. <laughs> What am yeah, I that doing? That seems.
0: Mm, but Big Brother, speaking problematic. Of,
1: something more light.
0: <laughs> yeah, Big Brother, celebrity Big Brother, and I use I'm doing air quotes around the the, the word celebrity. So uh, as you may know, and this is probably where we're going to lose about most of the audience of the show um i was skeptical on big brother for the longest time and then finally this past season i watched all the way through it's a fantastic game show and it's people say ah reality tv it's a game show it's It's a game show it's a reality tv in the loosest sense it's really a game show um and it's just kind of a game show that uses social dynamics to kind of make it play out so we have celebrity big brother this year what a selection of celebrities we have uh, uh,
1: just enough it's what a perfect cast isn't it it's, it, it's, it's a it's perfect a perfectly cast round
0: cast. yeah because if you hear the names you go it's not big enough but if you once you start to see their personalities the Big Brother casting guys went through the, the the process the casting the people went through the process of picking people that would make a good Big Brother cast so it doesn't matter they're you know are they A list or B list or C list so let's go through some of the people on the show well uh,
1: Chuck Liddell
0: whoop Sorry, that was me.
1: That, yeah, the UFC guy. <laughs>
0: UFC guy, Chuck Liddell. Who uh, got voted out week one. Uh, yeah. Oh, Ni- spoiler alert, but Ke- yeah. Keisha whatever. knight him. Keisha from... Uh, Cosby Show. Cosby Show. We have Omarosa, the famous Omarosa from The Apprentice and The White House. Uh, we have... Uh, uh, James Maslow. Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath, who is actually one of my favorites on the show.
1: He's uh, interesting, isn't he? He's
0: such a, an adorable dork. He's like Kevin Remember him? He's like Kevin, but but more fun. Oh, um, oh. and less of a psycho. Um, Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. Oh, James. Sorry, James Maslow. Maslow. Who I had no this idea This Nickelodeon who he was. hunk. Yeah, this Nickelodeon guy who's like got a Adam Levine yeah. light. Yeah, he's, uh, and he's got. He's like this cocky. You know, uh, you know, I I knew I didn't like him the minute he said, man, they're really emasculating us. And I'm like, oh, he's one of these guys. Yeah. Fucking red pillar, dude. Okay, cool. Red pill? Yeah. Red pill. Yeah. Reddit are the red pill. I bet he's on there. Ah, yes. Okay. Well, maybe not because he's, you know, handsome. But
1: he's uh, unfortunately handsome and he knows it. (laughs) Yeah. But he like
0: ease up on the fucking makeup around the eyes, dude. He always has these like white eyes because he's doing concealer or foundation. I don't know. He's putting something on there. So you have him, you have Shannon Elizabeth. We have
1: Brandy, real housewife who's trashed and plasticed up.
0: Yeah, oh, she has the worst plastic surgery. Uh we have Marissa uh, Meta met World piece from the fucking Lakers right. uh who is like a totally kind of weirdo kooky guy. He's great. He's he like, misses his kids, he wants misses to kiss his, his wife. Yeah, and he's like kind of a he's just he's kind of a goofy strange guy. Which is great. You need like a funny guy like that. Uh, You have uh, um, Broadway actress, yes, uh, Marissa, Marissa something or other. You know, hairspray and
1: Uh, uh, well, two acting roles. She's the drive. She's Kevin Spacey's coworker in the in American Beauty fast food scene when she's like, "You're so busted." When and Bennett Benning and right. Gallagher or making yeah. out in the fucking lane. And she's also do you remember Scary Movie? The movie? Scary yes. movie? Yeah. Okay. In the first one. The first one, right. Wow. Okay. So in the first one, uh well, remember Rose McGowan in Scream? Yes. Remember how she dies in Scream? No. She uh climbs through like the, the doggy door of the garage and then the killer puts up the dog the garage oh. door and she gets sandwiched up. Yeah. In Scary Movie, Marissa is does the Rose McGowan death, but because she's fat, the fucking garage breaks.
0: Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that's, the, that's the Wayne brothers That's make, the doing a fat joke.
1: Oh, my God. Because Rose McGowan was thin and was able to ride up. Wow.
0: That's comedy gold, guys, right there. Yeah. The Wayans. Yeah, the Wayans. And what have they done recently, movie-wise? Anyways, but no. Big Brother... Yeah. Um, who else is is, did we get everybody i think we did oh
1: james uh the the gay guy oh my god
0: ross matthews ross matthews who is my my, i think there's two people i really want him to win but i would be happy if uh mark mcgrath won because Mm. he's kind of he's a floater this season yeah but i can tell you like it's only a three or four week uh season it's short and compressed there's tons of episodes but they've all been really good and there's some changes they made because it's Celebrity Big Brother. The compression actually makes it work better. You have less filler episodes yeah. because you got to move along really yeah. quick. Uh, a lot of live evictions. I have
1: time for every episode. There's like four episodes a week now, or something. Yeah,
0: there's a ton. Good thing I'm not working. Yeah, I've been watching all of them. You're so lucky. Yeah. Otherwise, and, I'd be doing that. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. It's uh, it, all the people are, you know, you, you, every, every archetype is filled. You have Omarosa, who's the like the, the. The villain, right? They cast her because she's a famous TV villain. Right. Um, and she's just. Uh, and she's like. It's
1: so insufferable. Yeah. It's, it's she's got this faking, smarmy. Faking her illnesses and. Yeah. Uh,
0: smarmy, snarky thing. Yeah. She's cast there. You have uh, Marissa Hairspray, who's uh, cast as the kooky, you know, yeah. chubby girl, as she called herself. You have Metal World Peace, who's the kind of weirdo guy. You have Mark McGrath, who's the goof and the funny guy. You have James Maslow, who's the uh, the male villain kind right. of douchebag guy. Yeah. Ross Matthews, the gay guy. You know, it's like they they always.
1: I said that Ross Matthews and Marissa were the same person.
0: They just roo
1: every time. They just oh <laughs> walking God. through one door. Where's Marissa? <laughs> Where's... <laughs> um,
0: and then you have you know uh, uh, Brandy, Shannon, who's, the, who's, yeah. the, who's the who's the kind yeah. of like uh, Brandy could
1: Brandy is the perfect person to come in second place. Yeah, she could. She's the person you want to bring to final two. Yeah,
0: she could, and she didn't do anything, and yeah. she hates. Shannon Elizabeth was the keener.
1: Apparently, uh, you meet her husband in an yes, episode. Yes, yeah, uh, and it's not a celebrity. No,
0: it's some like South African dude <laughs> who's like yeah. fifty years old. Yeah, okay. exactly. With yeah. like a little dog and uh, well, oh, oh, this oh, we forgot Ariadna. The uh, oh, who can the, forget? She was she was the one when Steve Harvey <laughs> called out the wrong Miss Universe. She it was her. She was going to win, and then it wasn't her. Uh, so she's on the show, and <laughs> she's forget? she seems like just like a normal person. Where did actually. they get her casting from? Yeah, yeah. She uh, there's a few people who could win, but I'm my, I'm voting I'm I'm hoping for Ross. Okay, mostly this is because going
1: in his pockets though. This is not like going to a charity.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's going to their pockets cuz they all get paid $200,000 to be on the show. Oh. And then if they win, they win 250,000,
1: I think. Oh my god, this is almost over.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's there's only about a week and a half left, I think, and then it's done. Okay. It was it's a very compressed season, but it's been good. It's been really good, and I hope they do it again. The short season's fun. You get a lot of episodes, and it's like you don't have to commit a fucking entire summer to a show.
1: No. You know. I guess. A whole summer. I did love that. Yeah, it was summer. nice. Yeah, you get
0: a regular but
1: thing. Love, like Omarosa, it's already proved the point that they're pampered in the house. There's less of a reality. Not that reality is important in Big Brother, but like she got to leave the house for a, a very minor asthma attack for a day.
0: Yeah. Well, they would do that for anybody. And then they Keisha, have to, and legally.
1: Then, and between Keisha, there was also, Keisha begged to be voted out so that her child could have her breast milk. Also, which, her which was kid, so weird.
0: It's also because her kid is like a year and a half old. At that point, most kids are like well off breast milk. Ugh, so whatever floats your boat. She's going to be she's going to be breastfeeding that kid till it's like five.
1: Yeah, and Meta was begging Shannon for. Uh, <laughs> Is that you or me? <laughs> that was, this is the ill, this is what, what do we call this episode? Triple? John, a? this
0: is, this is, this is the professional pot, the, 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 the professional podcast. I don't know.
1: The triple, but no, Meta was begging uh, Shannon to go home. Like these celebrities can't fucking handle being pampered on, and cameras on them on top of that. Yeah. Anyway, I just, it's good though. I like it. It's, okay. you put,
0: you put, put them in a pressure cooker. Yeah. And you can see them break and you can see which ones you like, but I hope they do it again. Uh,
1: uh, I'm enjoying the Omarosa Trump bits every now and again. Yeah, you get the, little tidbits. The of, Trump-Cosby exchange was actually quite that, something. Yeah, that, that really? was pretty interesting. That was, yeah,
0: because uh, yeah, you have Keisha who's calling out Omarosa for you know working in the Trump Trump White House and essentially endorsing all the horrible things that he's During espoused. The campaign, yeah. Yeah, and, and then Omarosa spun it back on her and said, well, you stood by Cosby. Which was odd to me because I didn't know that she stood by Cosby. Yeah, but I don't know if she's still standing by Cosby. I right. don't think so. At the time, she probably Maybe at the did. time, but I mean yeah. like... That's probably more of a power thing than anything else, right? Where it's like, you, you have to say it because he could ruin your career otherwise. The,
1: the way the women discussed that, there was no shouting. It was just logical kind of, like, yeah, yeah. Jeff Sessions each other. Yeah, I love yeah. Jeff it was, was a pretty
0: civil dis- discussion between uh, uh, the two of them. You know so. Morning
1: Joe? You heard of this Morning Joe?
0: Morning Joe, like... It's like MSNBC's... Oh, Joe like, Scarborough? yeah.
1: So I I I listen to that when I get up in the morning. Not I I can't stand his like crying anyway. So there's he cries. He cried. Well, he cried this week. uh, Oh come on, Florida. And he was just okay. talking about our nation's children, and it is a lot. It's like sure, sure. It's a look. Like, it, well, you know, it's a lot coming from like a guy who gets paid some. It's just. It seems so phony. I don't know. I, don't, I can't call him out for it being phony, but to my ears, my senses, yeah, is I, don't, I don't, tell I don't, me it's phony. I don't trust anybody on TV ever. No. But my YouTube is getting. Like, I have to keep clearing my search history and all this stuff because I keep getting the same filter crap in my home. That's
0: the problem, is yeah, YouTube. That algorithm will start giving you stuff. You're like, so I just crap. wanted. I just wanted to watch one thing. I don't need every video to <laughs> yeah. be that, dude.
1: Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. And like I, I mentioned, my ASMR stuff uh, before. Like, uh, what is
0: ASMR? ASMR? Okay, for I guess I mean most people who are on the internet know it. But if anybody who doesn't know ASMR is uh, um, people, you know, whispering and doing stuff it's quietly. Sense, like yeah. It's it's a it's a very specific. Or they'll do e- eating. Or it's 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 like quiet, um, consistent soothing. sounds, soothing sounds that like Magic. create create a a feeling in people. Uh, certain people are very susceptible to it, and it like creates like a frisson and like a yeah. little like in your head, and it's like tingles and sure. stuff.
1: And, and it's kind of like you're creating it yourself by being
0: uh, open to e-
1: yeah. And or it's or like whatever.
0: kind of meditative. I don't know. It's, I it,
1: don't like the deliberate shit. I don't like the people who deliberately start like painting a you know a microphone to elicit that. I like yeah. I like more like an actual doctor's office tutorial, right. optometrist exam, and listening to that, which is weird. I'm right. Weird. Yeah. Uh, so my
0: no, but it's just essentially. White noise.
1: Blade Runner 2049. It's like the whole Ryan Gosling in that. uh, What's his name? Once J.R. Leto's villains came.
0: I don't remember. Neanderthal.
1: It's Neander uh, Wallace.
0: Neander Wallace. What a name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm changing my name to Neander Wallace. Speaking
1: of it, I thought about your middle name and your first name and how that would be a hilarious kind of gay auteur filmmaker Douglas Sean Douglas Sean Douglas hyphen Sean yeah, a film by Douglas Sean
0: yeah and you have to have an ascot all the time <laughs> yeah. Douglas Sean
1: with uh, with sunglasses
0: <laughs> that's good we should make the Douglas Sean film
1: Douglas hyphen Sean and it'd be, when you ever it would it would be a film by would be print and then Douglas Sean would be cursive
0: oh for sure totally <laughs> cursive written with like a you know a quill and a ink quill, yeah yeah anyway. Douglas Sean <laughs> Um, well, I guess, uh, I guess, uh, what, what, you got anything else? I don't know. I just, I just ran dry. Oh, that sucks.
1: Okay. I, I well, just... that was a was that, that was a hell. Of, we should rewatch uh, some we more should... things. Been, my last minute rewatch. I'm rewatching season one of South Park. Well, all of South Park actually. Oh yeah. And I'm I'm time traveling in my head these days, just going yeah. back to when I was first like a twelve eleven, watching these episodes, laughing at all these jokes, still laughing at uh, the, you know the fat jokes and yeah. uh, Cartman's voice. you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was really rough those first few seasons. First few seasons compared to kind of where they yeah. went.
1: My DVDs still don't aren't skipping. Wow. I, these are DVDs I was buying at the fucking time, too. Wow. Like 99,
0: 2000? 2000, 2001. Yeah, 2001.
1: Yeah. South Park at the time was releasing them after every... So if season seven came out, season six came out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 35, 40 bucks plus tax. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah you
0: probably have thousands of dollars worth of DVDs. Yeah,
1: I do. Oh, yeah. And I can tell you actually where I bought each and every one of them.
0: Really? hmm All at uh, CD Warehouse?
1: Some. <laughs> uh, Music World at Billings Bridge. Yeah. Uh, Rogers.
0: This is keeping it Ottawa with John <laughs> and Sean.
1: Yeah, uh, Costco for much most of them too. Uh, Walmart.
0: Well, you know what? I'm gonna give that.
1: No, pl- yeah. Let's give that. Uh, a, I'm gonna
0: give that uh, a Steven Spielberg power pose too. Uh, what was it? The, Steven- ja,
1: ja, uh, the, the 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 Lucas the. Oh my God.
0: Oh, oh, my God. What was it? I don't the remember. Turkey, the turkey neck. It yeah, was no, but the, it was the, uh, the, 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 j- the power jib- pose. <laughs> I can't even remember what I did an hour ago. Uh, the, the Steven Spielberg power pose to the... Lucas something it was basically you take your middle finger and you push it into your jowl we're gonna give you one of those well
1: cause he does that he puts the index fingers up his chin and now it. it's the middle finger now it's the middle fingers yeah. into the jowl it's like, it's, do it fucking right Meryl yeah, yeah
0: Lucas come on Lucas direct that solo scene oh, that you did
1: I go Kathleen this and then many more yeah Yeah.
0: I wonder what that scene's gonna be it's gonna be a CGI guy singing like at Return of the Jedi those oh, yeah. reshoots remember the big that scene. hairy guy yeah, wah, bah, 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 like it just and he had like CGI spit. Anyways, go watch uh, Return of the Jedi special edition because it's so good. It's so great. Everything they added is amazing and it adds to the movie. Return of the Jedi. Yep, you should okay. watch the special. All the special editions. They're great. They really add to the movies. They're amazing. When are we gonna do that? Fuck. Do we? Oh, do we have to? Well, you we have. We, do.
1: we have to. I think we have to. Okay. We have so much time now.
0: Son of a bitch. Well, that's it. Return of the Jedi special... We're just going to watch the special... We're not even going to watch... We'll just do a super cut of all the special edition parts.
1: I've told you what my idea of hell is, right? Watching it's, the
0: special editions non-stop.
1: It's an elevator to hell with Armageddon on VHS blaring with a television in my face. And then you know how when VHS gets to the end of the VHS as you're playing it, it stops and then rewinds on its own? <laughs> it would just be like that. I oh would my watch God. the movie... I don't
0: want to miss one thing. But instead
1: of stopping and rewinding, it would just rewind from the end of the credits so you would see the movie playing backwards so it would just be Armageddon that's a
0: pretty good definition of hell if yeah. you ask and you're me. going
1: in an elevator infinity to hell like it's like an infinite elevator ride to hell it never gets there that's, that's yeah. hell
0: is that the elevator Whew, okay well I'm gonna have nightmares now hope you guys have nightmares too mm-hmm. uh, and this, if you like Armageddon well it sounds like your idea of heaven then that's it if you like <laughs> Armageddon you should uh, you should tweet us about it and tell us that we're wrong uh, you can get us on Twitter at watch underscore rewatch uh, check out our website watchrewatch.com facebook.com check out our hashtag our hashtag which is watch rewatch watch yeah watch rewatch uh we're on SoundCloud iTunes we're Podbean on, I think we're on Podbean we're on all the social media
1: Skywriters are doing things in the sky yep, they,
0: yep they, our whole show is being transcribed via be a Skywriter it's costing two hundred thousand dollars we're broke the show's over this is the last episode well so are the
1: Skywriters
0: yeah they're yeah we're keeping them alive guys this is how it works in this economy support your local Skywriters um, don't buy drones or buy drones but make Skywriters pilot them. <laughs> yeah okay I'm <laughs> on board with that I, I believe in that so uh, drop us a line on, on the social medias uh, let us know uh, text us a line text yeah send a, uh, send us a fax yeah. at 555-555-5554 uh, at one 800 tmn oh my god Um. so for this week I'm Sean and for this week I'm John oh for only for this week though right next, next week, week it's Douglas Sean it's and, Douglas, Sean, and and, uh, <laughs> Douglas Sean
1: and Joseph John
0: Douglas <laughs> Sean and Joseph John <laughs> uh, I, I like that. Yeah. The well, Douglas we, Sean and Joseph John Show. Hour. Yeah. And it has to have old timey music to start it off. And we do
1: yeah, and we have like white tea cozy veils over our faces.
0: <laughs> I'm on Protect board. Protect
1: our pure purity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Uh so for this week, uh I already said goodbye, so fuck you. No, love you guys. See you later. Bye. 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 Goodbye. bye. Hats bye. off to you. Ciao. Ciao. you. See you later. Mm-hmm. So bye. pretty. Look mm-hmm.
1: at that face. It's so pretty.